Okay, all you Pearl Jam fans out there, this is episode four of PJ's Black Circle. We are very excited this week. We've got a lot of great content to get through. My name is Nino. I am out here in the Pacific Northwest holding it down for all you West Coast PJers out there. And with me is the man with the master plan out in the frozen tundra, the big baller, shot caller. His name is Wes. How are you doing today, my friend? Good, buddy. Good. It is cold, man. We are seeing some super cool weather. So I got my space here underneath my desk here trying to stay warm. And hopefully you don't hear too many shivers through the pod. But uh, You're toasting those chestnuts out there. Yeah, right. Watch out for that underground heater up there. Watch out. (laughs) Watch out. It's coming. Yeah. So it's... um, it's been a fun, it's been a hard week, but, um, we're, yeah. uh, and this whole thing, uh, this episode and this topic, um, is one that I've been just chewing on lately and we've, we've had a few things back and forth and super excited to, to share some content about Pearl Jam lyrics today. Yes. What do you so think? Let's, let's set the stage to the people out there. So we've got a massive uh, deep freeze going across the Midwest. So I was just totally stoked that your internet is actually working yeah, today. Right. So all of our fans are super pumped that we can actually do this. Also, it is Super Bowl Sunday. So we also have that going. I mean, we got a lot going on today. We got we got some we got some footballing. We got some ice cold. We got some some PJ podcasts. That's right. And man, I'm ready to just get right to it. So you had this amazing idea of Pearl Jam lyrics and right. de- go into a little bit more of what made you want to kind of bring this up as an awesome topic. So let me make a few disclaimers for the episode today, yeah. you know, so <laughs> um, most of the Pearl Jam lyrics are very uh, deep um, oh. and they're very emotional. Uh, so there our intent, go. at least from what I'm choosing to, to share today is, is definitely not to bring anybody down or depress anybody. Um, so just an yeah, FYI, right. there's some there's some emotional stuff on some of the on, on some of the lyrics. So well, that's Ed, dude. That's it's Ed. Great emotion. And then I wanted to other disclaimer was, I'm pretty sure I'm I'm we're, we're, I'm want to say this is Pearl Jam lyrics, not just Ed's lyrics. So because I think sure. and some of the some of the options that I'm choosing, I think have Stone, yeah, Jeff on them. So. Uh, yeah. So for me, it's like huge, like priority number one is, is new album and listening to what Ed's saying, because this is really what's, what's brought me so close to Pearl Jam is, is some of the the rawness of, of, of the words and some of the stories. And you can kind of put yourself in those places when, when Ed's singing. So this is one where it's been hard to find a handful of ones that have been like, handful of like snippets of songs where that are truly just unique and and beautiful and a little depressing and emotional but i think this is going to bring a a lot of discussion between you and i just sharing we don't know what uh we've we've identified a handful of songs and and a handful of lyrics that we wanted to talk about and i don't know what you're going to pick and i I don't think you know what i'm going to pick so it should just be a really great conversation piece and that's and that's what's fun uh just a reminder to folks at home it's like we'll we'll have a topic but we don't, we don't really coordinate much. We don't, I, you know, we don't say, oh, let's work from this album or do these lyrics or work this particular song. So 
you know, again, we're more of a free flowing podcast. There's a little bit of structure, but very much off the cuff. And that's kind of how I felt when I was looking at different lyrics. So for me, I, you know, I'll get an album and maybe, you know, the first thing I do, I just, I, I put it in and I just crank that back. Just listen it's to just it. Like, right. I just want to rock, dude. Yep. You know, I just want to, I just want to headbang best I can in my late, you know, mid forties. I don't know how. Well, now, let me ask you first. Anyway, let me ask, yeah. do you, hold on. Do you go like, okay. So there's, of course they issue really singles before the album releases. So do you, when you first get Gigaton, did you go right to Dance of Clairvoyance or do you go right to, you know, the singles or did you just go, okay, let's go one through one through yes. the top, top side and a side a first song, let it rip. Well, okay. I've been doing a lot of vinyl, you know, so my uh, vinyl right. collections have been getting pretty good. And, um, but you know, if a single comes out, I will play it out and I'll listen to it. And, you know, I've mentioned this before. I got a new, you know, you get a new Pearl Jam album. It's always changes a little bit. You have ideas on how you want it to be. And it might not actually feel how you want it to feel the first time. And a lot of times, as we all know, especially in the early years, you know, Ed singing, sometimes I don't know what the hell that guy's saying, dude. You know what I'm right. saying? It's right. Like, what the hell is he saying? I'll listen to it 20 times. I, I still can't figure it out. So early in the day, you know, when I'm doing like Vitalogy and verse and 10, you know, I would have to look at the lyrics to actually be like, oh, what the hell is this guy actually saying and talking about, which is fun and fine. But when I was kind of getting prepared for this, I, I wasn't really sure what to look for. So I just kind of was like bopping around through some of my CDs, playing on some websites and there was nothing in particular I was trying to seek out. I was just trying to see where this kind of exercise took me. Uh -huh. So a couple things came to light. One, when I'm at concerts, I am for sure not singing all the right words because I sing how Eddie sings. And you know, <laughs> after a couple beers, you know, it's, it's just going. So sometimes I'm like looking at songs. I'm like, oh, that's, that's cool. the same that way. Makes way more sense yeah, than it, what I thought I was singing. I'm the know? same way. I'm the same way. And in, in this exercise, yeah. this exercise, um, <laughs> I was I did the exact same thing. You know, where like yeah. I know a certain like certain songs uh, where <laughs> I know like this is the a really badass like vocal point for him. Sure. And then I'll go back and be like, oh my god, I didn't even realize that that was said that way or. Yeah. Even the discovery, like this discovery phase of the actual lyrics was really cool for me. Even though I've done that a million of different times, I've gone on PearlJam.com and was like, oh yeah, let me just run through the lyrics of Given a Fly or whatever. Right. But it was, yeah, it, it's it's so cool because every song, you could, I could literally kind of present a, basically a, a masterpiece poem on almost every song that's ever, ever shared. But Absolutely. I mean, and take it from, you know, so the one time that I got to meet ed is i was doing some side work at his house right and he was actually there i was like sweeping out back and he was kind of in his little outdoor stairwell and you know i'm trying not to like be a total weird nerd person just like staring down this dude while i'm like sweeping his backyard you know all grubby. Mm -hmm. uh but he's just the whole time i was he's just writing he's just writing 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 yeah. and you know and so part of me i was like Hey man, what are you writing? Tell me, you know, tell me what's coming down the road. I couldn't bring myself to ask him, right? And then 
you know, over here at, um, well, it used to be called the EMP. Now they're calling it like the new Seattle music structure. Okay. They must have, okay. They changed the, yeah. Yeah. They, they changed the name. Okay. But you go and you go to the Pearl Jam, um, the huge Pearl Jam setup they have there. And they've just got cases of Ed's journals, right? And they're in there and they're just like so many of them and you know, they're full. Right. Right. And so, you know, I'm with you when I'm like going through some of the songs and going through some of the music, we're all going to have those lyrics, whether it's Pearl Jam song, not a Pearl Jam song, not a Pearl Jam band. That music is what, strikes a chord it connects us to something in our life and so yeah i mean there are times i'm putting down what i'm thinking i'm going to talk about and i'm like god that's kind of a bummer so how do i but when i see ed's lyrics they're strong man it's just like you know he doesn't pull any punches and early on i was starting to see some themes and some similarity you know he talks a lot about god and he talks a, a lot, lot about, about religion. Yeah. A lot about religion. <clears throat> and I never really think of him as a very religious person. You know, obviously he talks a lot about like reconnection and loss. And I mean, of course, a lot, you know, dude, hey man, a lot of bands are going to talk about similar topics. I mean, one, people know their real life. They're going to write about it. That's why they're artists, right? They've got right. something deep inside they need to share. So when I was, I found myself, like, I picked out, like, five things, right? Because otherwise we'll never get through any of Yeah, things, maybe, right? yeah, you know? absolutely. But it was all early, it was all earlier stuff. It's so weird. That's like, interesting. That's interesting. I, because It's so weird, dude. I pulled one from yeah, 10, and I pulled yeah. one from Verse, and then I pulled one from Vitalogy, and then I pulled one from Yield, and one from No Code. And I'm like, why can't I get to some of the newer stuff which i've just been jamming out to but when i just read the lyrics and i'm not listening to the music i found myself moving towards different lines and different they are like poems and different poetry aspects in there so it was it's totally trippy like what i'll listen to and what i get off on and what i thought i was gonna maybe choose as far as like songs was not even close to what i ended up looking as far as like the spoken word on paper that's great that's great weird where now since you had this awesome you know i want i want you to start firing away dude okay Um, well let's get into the some lyrics i had the same i had the same exact kind of thought process where i was trying to identify just down to five and then i found myself expanding that to ten 10 the quantities of 10 not just the album of 10 and then i was like okay let me let me let me pull some of these out of here because literally i went my first one and 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 again i'll preface before we even get started like this doesn't the the reason why i chose the songs that i chose and the lyrics that i chose within those songs is not that i am feeling exactly how ed is feeling or whomever wrote those lyrics is feeling I sometimes it's like, it's such a powerful lyric that I find myself just being drawn to what that's being said. Okay. Just another slight caveat. Yeah. Yeah. So the first one comes from alive and I won't do the whole part of course, but the main identity, the one, the part of alive that is so amazing 
is when he's saying she walks slowly across to the young man's room and she says, I'm ready for you, for you. I can't remember anything to this very day. Crept, or excuse me, set the look, the look. Oh, you know where now I can't see. I just stare. So basically it's like he's, I can put myself in that room when his mom is telling him this thing. And he has this look upon his face like this can't be real. So he can see, he can, he, you know, he's there, but he can't even, like, he just stares. Like, he's just so mind just is completely eroded. And he's just yeah. staring in, into the abyss. Like, it's just, like, again, for that is such a young time when he's putting himself back into that place. At least this is how I'm interpreting it. It's like, he's just so just shocked by this. He's just staring in the middle of nothing. He can't even really put anything together. So that, yeah. I don't know if you have, yeah. Well, I mean, one, that's, that's pretty fucked up, right? I mean, let's <laughs> just say it like how it is, dude. You know, I mean, right. the, the thing with the live is that, you know, it's for me, that song has changed so much. I think from when I first heard it to when you kind of see it, and hear it in a show, right? So where you have these crazy, like when you really start reading the words of it, oh, like man. on, on, you know, when you're like jamming in the car and, you know, Mike shredding the guitar and Ed's just wailing and ripping it up, he's tearing up the mic, right? And I'm like, man, this is just a hardcore rocking song. But then when you start reading about the daddy leaving this crazy whatever is going on with the mom yeah this lie that he's been told and like yeah yeah and just almost like she's kind of hitting on her son and all this stuff and it's just kind of weird and and so you have that aspect of it and now it's become this song of like celebration right they do usually towards the end of their set list where just like you know they turn the lights up Ed cr- climbs up a couple feet on some rafters. He's up there yeah. above the crowd. And the whole and crowd so, is is chanting. Yeah, good. Yeah. I mean, good pick. It's just yeah. amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Good pick. I All mean, right. um, that is, you know, when you break this song down and you start looking at lyrics, and I think that's going to be like that for a lot of artists and a lot of different musicians. When you actually start getting into it, I think where Ed separates himself is there is that poetry aspect to it. Not only when he is singing it, of course, it sounds awesome, but when you actually start to look at the writing and how he's using just dialogue and words that no one ever uses in songs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, and it's funny. It's interesting because... Yeah. Um, I had another uh, friend of mine that we were talking about Pearl Jam many years ago. Um, and he's like, you know, what's unique about Ed is that like Nirvana, and this is his story. So <laughs> Nirvana right. is like, try to, you try to rhyme. Like the, a lot of the lyrics were especially like in um, sure. smells like teen spirit. It was very rhymey. Right. Sure. But sure. Ed, like you don't, none of his lyrics really need to rhyme. They just, they just, always have a place and every word right. means something and it doesn't it's not a perfect rhyming poem it's yeah. it's just you know here it is and he's either whether it's his voice or the music behind it it's just it just flows so beautifully 
Yeah, and plus, you know, he can just kind of growl and make his little sure. you know, things and do his whatever, <laughs> right. and you know, he can make his words just kind of rhyme. But yeah, I mean, he'll use uh, certain words that that have never been in any other songs that from any other artist, and you're like, how the hell did yeah. you even get that in there? You yeah. know what I'm saying? All right, man, um, hit me with one from you. Hit me with one right. from you. So, since you kind of brought up. Um, did you have a live in your book in your no, queue? No, okay. I did right. not. Good. I did not. Um, but this is from the same album. So this particular little sonnet uh, excerpt uh, goes like this. It says, the direction of the eye, so misleading. The defection of the soul, nauseously quick. I don't question our existence. I just question our modern needs. Now, That's when you beautiful. say it like that, <laughs> it's, I'm like, I don't even, I like, I, I know what song it is, right? So I'm like, yeah, I do too. To like trying to separate it out a little bit. But when I went back and I was looking at the words, I never really heard the last sentence very well. No, Give me the last from, sentence again. This, this is from Garden. So yeah, right. This Give is, me the last I sentence just again. question our modern needs. I don't know what I thought Eddie sung there, but this is an example to me of a verse that you can put in any point in time, mm. whether it's 95, 85, 75 2005 right right and it's going to be able to ring true and hold something tangible that's going on especially now with how far technology has come right sure and i talk a lot about this and when i relate things to just like different movies and how movies are made back in the 80s and how they're made now and we have all these debates on which one's better and is it more realistic, you know, is it better to have it more realistic and I don't want to get off on another tangent, but when I'm thinking of something like this and how encapsulated we are in this digital age, there's a lot of cool things like, dude, we wouldn't be able to even have this conversation and do what we're doing if it wasn't for technology. Right. Right. I mean, you're way far away from sure. And we're like lucky enough to be able to like, you know, shoot the breeze. <laughs> And talk about PJ. See, yeah, I've never, I've never picked up on that lyric either. Regardless. But yeah, but when you, when you really think about it, it's kind of like, well, what's going to really make us us as a human, right? And what's going to make us be true to ourselves? Is it going to be? Are we going to kind of stand by our brothers and like be who we really think we should be, or are we going to kind of give ourselves up? quickly right into the newest thing and let something else totally control our lives right so mm -hmm. that's good I mean, that's a lot of info that's good but you know when you really start to break these lyrics down and then you move to other songs you're going to see some of these similar themes about this kind of push and pull of what makes a human human right what, right. what defines our existence so I pulled that one from that's good from ten, and right. I was just like, "Wow, that was pretty. That was pretty cool." You know, so 
So, okay. Well, right, what else you got, homie? I'm going to go, I'm going to step back in the box and get another one from 10. <laughs> you see the, uh, um, the, um, the connection here. Um, oh, dear dad, can you see me now? Mm-hmm. I am myself like you somehow. I'll ride the wave where it takes me. I'll hold the pain. Release me. Of course, Love we it. know that. that that's, gives me I mean, chills, that, man. That gives you chills, man. It gives you chills. And, of course, you know, that's tying right in with Alive and the stuff that he was doing uh, doing with, with his dad. And, oh, man, like, again, it goes back to the same thing with Alive's turning now to a celebration because – my understanding of Alive was that you know, Ed shared this on other on, on on DVDs and stuff where he said you know started off as like a a curse thing you know and and then when and again I think this was on Storytellers on um, that he did and he said it's the the day when the whole crowd started screaming back to him uh, right. that I'm still alive like like I, he said again this is Ed's words that it lifted the curse. And now it's become this, like you said, this rejoice. And, you know, I'm, I'm hearing the same thing with this because he's holding on to all of this pain from, from the, not knowing his dad and then being lied to about sure. his dad and all these other things. And he's holding yeah. this pain and, and then re- release me. I'm, my son, I keep bringing my son in this. Like my wife, she painted this, um, this big drawing for him with these waves and these clouds and stuff. And we put on there, uh, I'll ride the wave where it takes me, uh, right. such a cool, I just, one of my favorite lyrics of all time. Yeah. And, that, and I just, yeah. honestly, like if I'm driving, like, I'll, and he, it's not even just the words, like the way he sings that is just, is completely emotional and he, he belts it out and he carries that release me for like 15 seconds. And it's like, oh. yeah. Nothing better, honestly. And it's so. a hell of a way to start a concert, man. I mean, when they oh. open with with that, you know, you know, you're in for, you know, you're going to be in for a ride for sure. Um, well, plus, you know, I like the ride the wave where it takes me. You know, obviously, Ed's a big surfer. Right. I am not. I would probably fall on my ass. So he's got some not only mad skills writing, but you know, he's got some mad surfing skills. So pretty cool how in touch he is with. You know, you can tell. You know, it's like. I'm surprised the guy's not Italian. You know, he feels deep. You know what I'm saying? You know, he's, he's got a deep soul. You yeah. Know? Um, one cool transition from that is when you kind of bring that up, you know, this next one's kind of about opportunities, right? So okay. this is from Nothing Man. Okay. So this is from Vitalogy. And this song's just, man it's grown on me so much when I see it live. Like when we went to the show out in Seattle, they busted this out song. Number two, this and is a great the song. Crowd, and the I, crowd was just losing their mind. Right. I hope that and you're choosing the part of the song that I'm thinking you're going to go. I, I have no idea, but <laughs> I'm going to try. So, okay. um, well, the one sentence I like is caught a bolt of lightning curse the day he let it go. Right. So if you start there, and you work backwards, you can take that line and put it to kind of just any number of things. So for me, that is opportunity lost, opportunity squandered. Could be anything. It could be work. It could be love. It could be family, life, 
But when you back it up a couple sentences, you know, it says walks on his own with thoughts he can't help thinking. Future's above, but in the past he's slow and sinking. Mm-hmm. Awesome poetry. Yeah, he's got it's great. It down. And so how how do we get out of our own head when bad things happen? How do we give ourselves the opportunity to let go of bullshit that's happened in our life or is happening right now, right? I mean, you can just pull in anything. You can pull in the pandemic. You can pull in loss. You can pull in just a number of different things. And how do you reconcile with yourself to allow yourself to be free of what ties us down, which most of the time Eddie's talking about emotion, right? It's so powerful and it locks us in and people can get in a really dangerous spot in their head by just emotion. It's not even that physical torment, you know, it's emotional and there's a lot of, at least there's a lot of good advancement these days about people being able to talk about emotional distress, emotional pain. No, it's not weird, right? Mm -hmm. It's not you're not less of a, a woman. You're not less of a man for, for saying, you know, I'm hurting inside. Right. Right. But then, you know, he goes on to talk about, Hey man, if you don't take these opportunities to kind of free yourself, you're going to miss out on other things in your life that could be beautiful, beneficial, keep you moving forward. So that in and of itself really is kind of what Pearl Jam means to me. And when I listen to songs, it's just, I can get out of whatever emotional, whatever's going on and just kind of take the opportunity to at least lose myself in the music for a little while. Mm. You have that release, you have that separation from real life and you know, that's why when these guys come out with new albums, I'm just like, where's what journey is it going to take me on? Yeah. Where am I going to go with this? Right. So well, well that done. One, well that done. One was, that one was a, a really well uh, done. good one for me. That That's was an good. easy choose. That was an easy. That was an easy choose. Okay. All right. All right home well, biscuit. What do you got? I'm, <laughs> I'm going to take a little bit of a left turn here and good. pull one from binaural. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> As the merging traffic passed, he found himself staring down at his own hands, not remembering the change, not recalling the plan. Was it he was okay, but wandering about wandering? Um, oh, dude, when you say it like that, because I love me some binaural, uh, that's, you're, you're stumping me. So wait, I'm going to go. Slide of hand. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. I was either going to go like thin air. Nothing as it seems or sleight of hand, you know, but yeah. um, sleight of so, hand is a tight song. I love that song. And I think I should have done the research on this, but I think Jeff wrote these, uh, wrote that song. Um, but I've been in this scenario. Like I've been in a place in my life where I'm driving or I'm stuck in traffic or I'm waking up mm-hmm. headed to a conference call or headed to a a meeting that I didn't want to go to. And you ask yourself, is this what this is about? Is this, is what 
This is why I'm here. <laughs> this Two is Two and a half hours in the damn car one way. Yeah, it's not it's not even just traffic. It could be anything. You could be sitting at a BS meeting and you're like, this is what I'm here to do. And I mean, we don't in this this yeah. life. And it's like you find yourself, at least I have many a times, and I love it when he says he's wandering, he's 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 thinking about thinking. He's thinking about like walking around, like he's imagining right. like he's 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 like praying let me let me go do something different i want to wander around i don't want to be putting my coat and jacket on and my keys and going to the same job like it's a real reflection of like yeah you've touched on like modern day life where it's just like a grind sometimes yeah you only get these little glimpses of like release from from the machine and this one like i said i've I've listened to this song all the time it's like man that is some of the coolest and some of the the most lyrics that resonate because I can I can I've been there, man. I've been there yeah. a hundred different times. Oh yeah, you know what's cool about this, bro, is when we're talking about this and just like bringing these these thoughts out loud. This is stuff that you know maybe we've t- talked about personally before, but never into like this detail. It just further reaffirms, wow, these guys just kick ass, dude. I mean. How great that these guys can be rocking for 25, 30, almost 30 years, mm. right? Right. And they have substance in the music. And it's not just the same old shit, different day, right? Where it's just like pumping out records, doing your three chords, rocking right. it out, checking in, checking out. I mean, it's just, I can only, I, I wonder, okay? Is he just are these are like all first drafts? Or is he <sighs> good now? Like he can just like start writing it down and just come up with something. I'm sure he edits and does all types of stuff, but you'd have to think. I mean, it's such an amazing and it's a lost art, you know, the written word. The written right? word, absolutely, absolutely, and and, and <clears throat> not even that, and just being able to write like cursive, <laughs> right? People were freaked out. They were like, not freaked out, but like totally surprised that. You know, my son is learning, you know, he's in second grade. He's starting to learn cursive and he's going to go into it next year. And they're like, oh my God, they still teach that? And I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. Like, it's such a cool art form to be able to like learn how to write and not just type like right out of the womb. You know, I mean, we, we start to lose these things that will give us, I feel more connection to reality. And and this, and this song, Slide of Hand and that lyric, you know, was I, I don't want to give up more if we talk about these later on, um, but you know, sure. in the Into the Wild soundtrack was a lot of kind of how I feel when I hear Sleight of Hand is how I put myself when I hear Into the Wild right. is that like, I want to do that. I want to go shred my social security card and just <laughs> get off the grid sometimes. But Don't eat the berries, I'm not, bro. Yeah, Don't I'm eat not, the berries. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm, I'm going to do that, but there's a, there's some, there's primal, there's primal needs sometimes. Like I just want to go be a, you know, go out in the woods sometimes. But anyway. Yeah, no, I hear you, man. It's like how, you know, what, you know, the human, you know, being can, I think only take so much. Like, I think if you're a caring person and, and you feel deep and you, and you give a crap about what's going on in people around you, you know, mm-hmm. then emotions are going to get to you. If you're just 
I don't know if it's lucky or skill, if you can just turn that off. I mean, I a know. lot of people have to be able to turn this off. I can only imagine working in the healthcare system right now, just how beat down oh, for people sure. are, but you got to go in. Yeah. And how do you separate yourself from just like this crazy real life? I'm sure a lot of those people are like, get me the hell out of here. I am taking off to Northern Alaska. See you. Bye. See ya. I'm on the bus. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? All right, man. So, What's the next one? Oh man. Okay. Um, I know we're running out of time, but I don't know which one to do next. So I'm going to do one for the moms. So my mom's favorite song. It's funny. Cause she'll, she'll get into it a little bit with my uh, father-in-law, like not get into it, but he's a huge Dylan fan. Right? Okay. Loving it. He's got every album, everything, you know, just loves it. And now that guy, it's a master of poetry. He's written a billion songs. They all mean something. And that guy's got some crazy skill. So I remember this conversation. My mom's trying to talk him into how Eddie Vedder in Pearl Jam is a poet, right? And he's like, what are you talking You know, he's not on the on the Pearl Jam tip yet. I'm, I'm working okay, on him. Good. I'm working on him, right? So one of her uh, favorite lines is... Um, Memories like fingerprints are slowly raising. Okay. Okay. So that is from Small Town. Yep. And it's it, so hard, by the way, when you say it, not when you like sing it with any. Well, I'm trying to throw you, dude. I'm <laughs> okay. trying to throw you a little bit to see if I can. This is also like Pearl Jam quiz hours. Oh, right? It is so, a little bit, right? You know, so it's like so. She loves that line. She loves that song. She loves when they play that song. Like, mom's totally badass, dude. I mean, she's been to probably like three or four PJ shows. Mm-hmm. And without a fail, I don't know how it's worked out. They Every time we've gone, they've played that song, right? So she loves it when, you know, the crowd gets into that song. And she always just loves that sentence. And it's and it's kind of cool because, you know, you might have memories and they could be fuzzy, maybe along, maybe when you're little, you know, or you're trying to remember something that's meaningful to you. Or maybe you have a crazy dream that kind of brings you back to a, a place you haven't even thought of or realized was even there and how they slowly creep up, right? Mm-hmm. They slowly raise and... Maybe it's just the CSI girl and her likes the, you know, the, the fingerprint part. But how cool that each fingerprint is unique, each memory is unique, how they can raise up. And just the correlation he draws with that. Like, another example of, like, nobody writes like that, dude. Right. Nobody sings like that. I mean, that's a great there song. are some out there. <clears throat> there are some out there. But that's one line. I threw that one out there for the mom because we do love ourselves some... Uh, elderly woman behind that's a great song counter in a small town <laughs> yeah that's good that's a good one that's know, a good opener a too good they one. play that one, that one out there they play yeah. that one early and shows a lot too that's um oh yeah it's and it's, it's a slow, really it's weird how slow songs can get the crowd jacked for sure you know i mean it's usually you come out like you go to acdc show you're just you know bell to bell you are just cranking right yeah but when oh for sure got some of these slow burns that uh, people obviously know the words to that. That's always a pretty special moment live. I, I hope we get back there sometime soon. Dude. I know. Can we just 
we'll just go to a live show without dying. That'd be awesome. All right, man. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna take one back to the early days again. All right. Mm-hmm. Now again, this is more so not one where I've found myself like feeling like Ed, but more so I just really love the way he he presents this in this song. So it, it's I know that I would never. I would not ever touch you, hold you, feel you, ever hold, never again. So that was off 10, and that's – Yeah, again. right. So oh, Porch, I, I absolutely love Porch. Yeah. Um, I have to admit, when I was uh, early on, um, I wasn't a huge fan of Porch when I was 12 or 13 because it was so yeah, rock. Where are you, bro? Come on. It was no, it's because it's probably one of their that deep is probably another one where I, I've grown a, more accustomed to later. But early when I was yeah. fourteen, like Porsche is pretty pretty heavy at that point. I was like, uh, maybe I'm not into this one. But yeah. Yeah. I tell you, like Period. that that's the way they he sings that lyric. Oh man! And then it shows and they, that he's you know they try to um, Porsche is kind of taken on its new kind of like. They, they they play it live oh, differently yeah. all the time, and it's different intros to it. And I've uh, just been a huge fan of Porch, uh, and that that little never again. Oh, he just draws that out forever. It's just well, what's cool with that song is that that's one of their go tos for like ending their first set with. Yes, right. They'll use that interchangeably with Rearview Mirror because they'll just jam, but like right from the beginning. I mean, no one says it better. It's like, what the fuck is this world running to? Right? <laughs> right. Right. I mean, right? Anytime I hear that, no matter where you are in your life, what day it is, what month it is, what year it is, you know, there's always crazy stuff going on. And when, you know, the first line comes up, you're just like, yeah, right, Ed? No, no, no shit, dude. What the fuck is this world running to? Yeah, like, do you even... think, yeah, God. do you think... I uh, we like that song and some of these older songs more or not even more, but maybe the lyrics are so powerful because the way he sings the lyrics. I don't know because you know I'm waiting for one of us to pull something out from the last like four albums, and it doesn't seem like we're really trending in that direction right now. Um, so I have one. Have to... I have one from Riot Act, but that's probably it was in my. But that's still like twenty years ago. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like. <laughs> Okay, so, no, no. My next one, I do. I mean, the next one's from Backspacer. So give me your next one, and then I'll I'll uh, I'll give you the one from Backspacer. Well, back to your question. It's it's probably it's it's probably the best question we've had so far. I don't think Ed is singing. For me, I don't think he's singing any better or any worse. I I know what he can and cannot do in the studio and I know what that can and cannot do when he's in a live show. So I know he's, he's having to push it when he's having to wail a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's just a natural fact of, you know, you're growing up. Right. It's just the way that like when I listen to James Hetfield and I see him live, you know, he's not hitting the same notes, you know, when they were doing kill them all and he's singing the same song now. Right. Cause right. I mean, it's just your voice just changes. But I was desperately trying to find stuff from these newer albums 
and they were all good. And uh, but I just maybe it's the fact that I've heard them a million times, and it's so much more ingrained. And I know maybe I just know them so much more. Maybe I need to become a, a better fan and like listen to the past 15 years even more and draw more connections with that because i don't know man i mean i feel i think i feel what i i think ed is wanting us to feel the way he's singing and and i don't think anything's lost in it there's gonna be a lot of people that will not agree with that because they're like dude he can't scream how he used to and he can't wail how he used to well i mean yeah there are parts of it like that but I don't know, man. I just, I feel like these early themes that he's had, he like had to get out of his body because yes. he was having so much built up emotion that that's maybe why, maybe it is more raw. Yeah. Maybe that's I, I, what it is. I have to, I have and, to think that, right? I have to think even the first, I think first episode we talked about, which was like Ed and the first four albums had a lot of aggression and he needed to get that on paper. And then these yeah. last handful of albums, sure. They have some, they have some, you know, more religious based stuff or he's going through different stuff, but right. there's, a, there's, yeah, there feels like a lot of anger and it's yeah. a funny story. Like I, I remember, uh, I was, um, I was driving in one of my friend's car back in college and I left, I left, uh, the greatest hits, Pearl Jam's greatest hits. Sometimes I forget they even released that. And, um, cause it doesn't have like six albums on there, but, right. um, <laughs> yeah. but the next day I forgot, I left the CD in the car and the next day he's like, what was that depressing music we were listening to? I was like, what do you mean depressing music? It's like, no, it's just, it's it, sure. Some of the, some of the music is a little down, but yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't mean that you need to be depressed to listen to it. It's just, right. This is how he's getting hit some of this stuff out. And However you inter interpret yeah. it, if if you're in a you know if yeah. you are a little down, listen to listen to a little little porch and it'll bring you up a little bit. I yeah, think. exactly, man. And um, yeah, maybe just now, uh, not that it, it wasn't refined before, but you know, the lyrics over the past 10, 15 years, very well thought out, very well written, very well performed, and I think that's what's cool when you stick with the band and you choose your band. We all got our one band. And for people listening to this, this might not be your band, and you just might be laughing at how ridiculous we are for loving this band. But I think that as bands go on, their content gets deeper because they have more life experience, obviously. And you don't have necessarily that angst of youth, but you still yes. have that burn. I mean, sure. you still have what makes you you. And that, you know, we don't know Ed. I don't know him. You know, he maybe he listens to this one day. He's like, this doesn't describe me at all. This is bullshit, <laughs> you know? Right. Who the hell are these? That's are probably these why he doesn't, like, follow what a lot of people say. Sure. You know, he just wants to live his own life. But, you know, these are our interpretations of, obviously, it makes us feel this way. So maybe we're assuming Ed was feeling part of this at the time. It's... Yeah, it's hard to say where it comes from, right. but at least me, we got it. Yeah, kick me one more here. Okay, so I think my last one that I'll do, um, and I'll save another one for another time, is when I listen over the years to "Given to Fly." Okay. 
yeah. Love that song. That's great. Right? That's really Off great. Yield, right? Love that song. Gives me chills. It's amazing live. And for me, it was just, you know, a song I'm tapping my foot to, singing, jamming, whatever. It started to change the meaning for me. And it's cool how songs do this based on what goes on in your life. So I remember it was shortly after I got married. My mom's mom, my grandmother, had passed away. We had we went up to see Pearl Jam up in Vancouver, not even at BC Place, but at the small little, kind of the smaller like arena venue up there. Okay. And when he got to the end of the song, where he says, you know, sometimes you see a strange spot in the sky, a human being that was given to fly. Wow. Right. Yeah, that's cool. So. That at that moment took a whole new meaning for the song for me. And what's trippy is I hadn't heard that song live forever. And then, <laughs> my years and years later, my aunt passes away, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh man, I already know what this thing is crazy. Just by serendipity, we go out to the gorge. We got a gorge show that we go to, and they play this song. And Ed is doing this song in the middle of the crowd at the gorge on top of the metal facade that's right by where the um, where where the guys have the audio booth. Right? Okay, yeah. And he's up there. I think it was the show where it was like 116 degrees yes. outside. And he's up there. And we were pretty close to him. So, dude, it was like perfect night. He's up there singing it. You got shooting stars going on because wow. it's pitch black dark. I mean, you could not have like asked for a more perfect kind of like scenario for this. And it was, it's totally trippy, dude. Like, not that I want more people to pass away in the family, but that seems like the only time I get to hear this song live. And it's taken a whole new yeah, meaning. Yeah, that's, I and never it, had put it just, there. I had never, just, sorry. Yeah, I for never, me, I, I didn't know what it meant. But what it meant for me was this kind of ascension and this kind of transcendence wow. into something else wow. that I had never, ever gotten that before. So it's just really cool. That's why we do this. We That's can great. Get our, get our rocks off talking about the boys and these awesome songs. But it's just really cool to see how music, even though the music's the same, the notes are the same but how the meanings of songs change depending on what's going on in your life. Wow. So there's yeah. a lot of great tunes from that yield album. Um, Dude, that album's badass. And, uh, I was, I was thinking about giving the fly and I didn't, for me, I didn't uh, have that. Uh, I had never correlated kind of an afterlife type, um, message behind that. So that's, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. That's, trippy, that's right? Yeah. yeah. What a way to end, dude. That was an awesome one. Yeah. Do you have, any left in your little bag over there? I one more do. Maybe we wait on it because I don't want to bring the crowd down. That was uh, that was a good way to okay put her down. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll say we'll 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 end on life everlasting and the ascension of beautiful Ed lyrics into the ether, so to speak. Right. What and, a uh, what a great what an awesome yeah awesome that was answer. fun. You yeah. can tell I was getting like excited this whole podcast because you know I was definitely like swearing a little bit more. So sorry to all 
you younger listeners out there. But this is, you know, there is some adult music we are listening to here now, children, that we have to, like, work through a little bit. So, um, but as well, always, yeah. man. Well done. Um, you stay safe out there. Careful with the deep freeze going on. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Like, Stay Who do you got tonight? Have some tunes. Who do you got tonight? Oh, Chiefs or I don't know. If, uh, I'm gonna piss a lot of people off. We live out here in Seattle, dude. So you know we have a hard time with uh, with Tom Brady and yeah. their Pats based on the past. But I'm also from Michigan, where he led Michigan to Rose Bowl championship when I was living there. And oh, and I've been watching KC all year, and they've just been rolling over people and. I got friends that are like, yeah, but I don't want KC to go back to back because the Seahawks can go back to back. Sports fans, dude, we just we're, right. we're crazy, you know. So I think even more crazy than Pearl Jam fans. Watch out for those sports nuts out there. So I just want a good game. Let's do that. Wanna, Let's have a good game want, and a Chiefs I just want win. A good right. game, and that's me not really answering your question. Okay. <laughs> all right, right Wessels, much love, brother. See I'll you, catch buddy. you next week. And to all you people out there, this was. PJ's Black Circle episode four, episode five is going to be epic. We'll see you next week.